0: The Ask Theory podcast shines the spotlight on Pinoy scientists from various scientific disciplines. Listen to some of the country's best scientific minds as they explain what they do in simple terms and share fascinating stories of how they got into science, the incredible things they've learned about the world around us, and so much more. Hello, Rox, and welcome to the Ask Theory Podcast. Hello, good afternoon. Thank you for making time to be here with us. I'm sure that you have something exciting to share with uh, our listeners because we'll be talking about an exciting topic. I mean, I find it exciting because as our listeners already know, probably already know, I don't have a formal background in science. I uh-huh. am just really invested in, in the sciences. So this is why we do things like the Ask Theory Podcast. But the point is, even without a scientific background, I try to participate in promoting science here in the And I think that what you're going to talk about today with us is something that will allow our listeners to participate in science then in their own way. But before we get into that, I'd like our listeners to know a little more about you. So can you tell them, tell us about yourself, what you do right now, or, you know, what your professional career and the story of how you fell in love with science.
1: Yes, thank you so much, Mike, for inviting me to this podcast interview. Actually, excited ako kasi I want to impart something then to your listeners to showcase as well yung ginagawa naming project. So I'm Rox Avinyante. I am... Um, a research professional from the OST Advanced Science and Technology Institute i've been practicing my career in SNT science and technology for almost 10 years and then i am interested more on ICT and microelectronics systems engineering and software development how did i fall in love with science well actually falling in love with science was a process for me and science wasn't mm-hmm. actually my first love in terms of discipline ah. i was considering other area before entering the ST field so i but i took a stem course during my undergraduate degree due to insufficient resources just to be qualified for the OST scholarship um, as we all know you yung requirement to have a OST scholarship you have you must take a stem related course yeah but i realized as i tread the path of S&T field yeah, working in the government and research and development institute here in DOST, I saw the great need for SNT in their country and we really need more experts in the field. I must say that I am a patriotic person. Uh-huh. And I really want to contribute something to the society. Kahit naman sino sa atin, no, we want to make an impact. Maybe that's the reason why I stayed at the government for more than a decade already. So I fell in love with science because I know that it has a huge role in the development of our country. We need s to sustain the growth of our economy, to alleviate the poverty, also to improve our quality of life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Eh, ang ganda ng story mo. Kasi, ay, ay-
0: I totally agree with pretty much everything you said. I find it interesting and inspiring. Na. admittedly, by your own admission, you weren't really set, naman, at a very early uh-huh. early part of your life. Na ah, science sang trako. Parang it was partly out of necessity that you pursued this track, but you really fell in love with it as you were studying, which is, I think, really great. And I can definitely empathize and relate to your you know, patriotic sentiments. And I think a lot of us, the people who are listening to this podcast, also feel that. because the ongoing theme naman of this podcast has been to promote, you know, science in the Philippines na paintindi sa ating lahat, appreciate natin ang science as part of everyday life dito sa Pilipinas. And it is the key. It is the, a major key in solving the problems that we are facing today. So, related to that, what can you say is your mission? If you were to just put it in one sentence,
1: and why? As a science practitioner, I think my mission is to engage and encourage the young people to pursue s courses, just like what I experienced no, in my journey. And actually, not just the young people, but the mm-hmm. public in general, regardless of your subject matter expertise or discipline, I want to encourage them to participate and support scientific research and projects through citizen science.
0: Uh huh. Yeah. I love na nabanggit mo yung citizen science because actually I'm about to ask you about that. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng citizen science? An, you know, what does it mean? Ci- citizens becoming scientists or citizens conducting experiments and a citizen science?
1: sige so some few questions no parang okay sounds intimidating pag naririnig natin citizen science <laughs> citizen scientist ano ba yan parang so technical some questions no na na, na receive natin regarding citizen science i'm not a scientist i'm not a researcher my undergrad course is not stem so how can i participate in scientific studies or projects if i don't do anything about example scientific research or Formal methods on how to do experiments. So in, a, in a nutshell, citizen science is a science for the public. Science for everyone, ika nga Anyone, anywhere, regardless of area of expertise or, or field, you can actually participate in meaningful scientific research. Yon parang citizen science. It is also known as yon community science. Kung narinig na natin yung term na crowdsourcing, crowdsource science, di ba? Wherein public involvement, example in data gathering, analyzing, or sorting of scientific data for research purposes are needed. Yon parang any intellectual effort or surrounding knowledge what tools you can use and resources wherein you can contribute to scientific studies are actually considered a citizen science. Simpleng paggamit mo ng simpleng app sa cellphone mo, it can be considered as citizen science as long as it contributes to formulation of new knowledge or, generating de- or development of new applications that can be used through different sectors. Yeah. So that's citizen science.
0: Yeah, ang gano'n to pagkaka-explain mo nung citizen science, pero hindi pa rin maalis talaga sa isipan natin na pag natin yung citizen science, meron siya talagang kakaibang dating eh. Meron siyang parang kaakibat na effort,
1: mm-hmm. na
0: responsibility. So, based on your opinion, would you say na responsibilidad natin na maging citizen scientists And why or why not?
1: That's actually an interesting question, no? Kasi... Responsibility is really a big word, no? It means that you are parang required to contribute something, eh, or parang you're required to do something, and it's a duty. Citizen science is defined talaga as parang voluntarily, parang community of people voluntarily helping to conduct scientific research. So participants in a scientific project, if you're a citizen scientist, you are unpaid, you are acting on your free will, and acting to benefit others. However, if you have deep concern or if you have pwede passion, interest in a certain field, example, health science, environmental science, or even in ICT-related na mga research, and you are parang feeling mo you are urged or parang you are parang pumped up to ano to contribute something to to a specific scientific research yeah that's the time na sabi natin sabihin na you are someone who is accountable and yung mga research professionals can really count on you that you can provide something para magkaroon ng essential or valuable output yung isang research study. but hindi talaga siya yung responsibility because this is a voluntary act
0: gandang li nao no? Na parang, hindi, hindi ka, di
1: mo dapat maramdaman na obligado
0: kang gawin ito. Uh, mm-hmm. Ah, okay oh, ko mag-yano. Pero, right. kung, ang ganda eh, kung meron kang pakialam, <laughs> kung meron kang concern sa pag-develop ng science sa bansa, it would naturally come to you to, parti- to become participative.
1: That's
0: no? right. Oo. Oh, tama. Oo. Oh. And eh, yun nga yung mo community science. For frequent listeners of the Ask Theory podcast, I'm sure the term community science is familiar to you guys kasi... A lot of our guests have been working with communities and have witnessed yeah. firsthand the strength and power that comes with community participation in science. There's a thing that I've been thinking about, though, with the idea of being a citizen scientist. Because, let's admit it, may citizen scientists and people, for lack of a better term, yung, they talk about things in a way that makes it look like they're experts even though they're not. So mm-hmm. I I like to call them, I don't mean to offend, but I like to call them wannabe experts. And I think that there's a line between being a citizen scientist and being a wannabe expert. And of course, mm-hmm. any citizen scientist would not want to cross that line. Siyempre, nating makasira o mm-hmm. makapagdagdag ng kaguluhan sa mga nangyayari sa magulong sitwasyon ng society ngayon. So... How can the average person make sure that they're not crossing that line?
1: Again, that's a very interesting question ano. Well, si isang scientific study kasi or research or itong mayroon din tayong tinatawag na collaborative na science wherein we really need people on the ground Diba, usually, kapag nagkakonduct tayo ng scientific study, we go to the ground, depending on the nature of the, or context of the study. We interview people, we observe the surroundings, ganyan. Usually, itong mga citizen science scientists natin or yung mga naturalists natin, they are on the ground. They really have an interaction to the environment. They have parang, yun nga, sort of experimental experience. Sin sila yung nandoon sa nakadeploy or nandoon sa community. So, yung question na lang is, if I want to contribute, kunyari ako as a ordinary citizen, I'm not into science, but I want to contribute to a scientific study, for instance, preserving yung ating mga endangered species. So, I want to, parang, kunyari, mahilig ako mag-travel and I want to take photos of different species and then send it to an expert on that field. Sige, parang paano ko masasabi na, okay, this is my role in this collaborative science research. Hanggang saan lang ba yung pwede kong gawin? Yung mga professional scientists kasi, they are really underwent formal education. They are really knowledgeable on formal methods to conduct scientific research. They are the subject matter expert. They have achieved something. They have spent years, if not decades, to accumulate expertise. Yung degree ng kanilang knowledge on a specific area, they have it. Versus a citizen scientist wherein they are more on contributors. For instance, sige, okay, ito na lang. In an artificial intelligence projects, example, image classification lang of an environment. If you want to capture EE, photo of a tree, for instance, mm-hmm. and then yung mga AI experts yung nagde-develop ng model, they want to detect kung ano ba yung nasa photo. Is it a tree, a house, ano ba, coconut tree ba yan, nare-tree ba yan? So, then, ident- classify nila. Yung citizen scientists with no formal education or have limited knowledge on the subject matter on AI, for instance, they can, example, gather data. They can also process data. Pwede nilang linisin. They can also cleanse yung, yung data set. However, yung processing ng data using yung mga, eto, medyo jargon na, no? yung mga high-performance computing na facility using GPU or CPU, applying AI algorithms to detect yung patterns, come up with, yun nga, predictive and prescriptive signals, for instance. Ginagawa na ng mga professional scientists. So, I think alam naman nila sa sarili nila kung ano lang yung pwedeng nilang ma-contribute. And if they have knowledge on those areas too, definitely pederet yon. But in general, eto na lang, citizen scientists doesn't have a control with a research project. Yan. Professional scientists talaga yung control ng research project. All
0: right. So very clear, no? Very clear yung line between being a wannabe expert, yung tipo nagmamagaling, nagmamarunong, and just Fulfilling the role of a citizen scientist. And interestingly, you mentioned something about data gathering. Saktong-sakto dahil pag-uusapan natin yan today. Can you tell us a little bit about what you call the Kuha App Project? Kasi sobrang interesting ito sa Like I I read about it and I was really fascinated by the possibilities of what a citizen scientist can do with it. But... Can you give us a bit of background on the KUHA app and how it promotes citizen science while helping the scientific community?
1: Right, sige. Yun, the DOSCST has recently introduced its newly developed photo sharing application. We called it KUHA, K-O-O-H-A. Mm-hmm. The name KUHA was coined from the Filipino word KUHA, K-U-H-A, which means to take or capture. I'm take a photo. Yung Kuha, it is an application that enables real-time participatory or parang true crowdsourcing photo and sensor data collection using smartphones and mobile devices. So parang essentially you will take a capture of a photo and then alongside with your photograph, sensor data from your smartphone will also be captured. And these photos and sensor data collected through the app, can be used to draw out insights and generate new knowledge and technologies. And yun, develop applications that can be used across sectors. Kuha responds to a different point as compared to other applications, similar applications. Kasi yung na-associate siya, it's like, para siyang photo sharing, so photo capturing sharing. Parang Instagram ba yan? It is more than that. It is a social sensing network application with the goal to create a niche for data generation, also a social network of citizen science, and to develop useful and relevant applications. That is why the participation of the public is highly encouraged to make this endeavor a success. So, yun, we developed this application, and then currently we are still in the beta stage, no? Parang nila-launch namin yung app. We are promoting this to students, and actually general public. Kasi, ba, tayong mga Pilipino, we love to take photos and we want to share it to our friends in social media. We want to, parang, kahit ng simpleng pagkain lang or, kunyari, may likang mag-travel, OOTD, outfit of the day mo, ba, we take photos of these things. So, why not you turn these photos into something useful and relevant? So, we collect sensor data just like the name of you know in temperature pressure the sound level anything any sensor na nasa phone natin even network signal and then we can use this data the sensor data to develop useful applications
0: mm mm-hmm. so para mas maintindihan ng ating mga listeners kasi it all sounds very it sounds very interesting it's, it's a novel concept sabi mo nga it has similar there are similar apps to it, but it, this solves a different pain point. Can you provide like, maybe a couple of examples as to the kind of yung improved application or what you can come up with with the data that is captured by the Kuha app?
1: Yeah. So, ngayon kasi we are still collecting data. No? It will require a huge amount of data to come up with really parang reliable research. Okay. So, yung mga applications that we can develop out of the data shared by the community, itong mga citizen scientists natin. For instance, for weather-related data, we can do thermal mapping and potentially be used in relation to studies on climate change or global warming, diba? Yung mga temperature, pressure, humidity na nakakuha natin. Or even example, yung decibel or yung sound decibel, yung amount of noise na nakukuha natin while taking pic- pictures. So, we can use these measurements to study environmental ex- and health impact, example of noise pollution on a particular area or location. Or even yung mga simple na images, trees, clouds, low vegetation, species, we can also use these images for example, biological conservation studies. Ano pa ba? Health science or health science naman. We also detect kasi yung motion, yung motion acceleration. Because yung mga cellphones natin may mga motion sensor data yan. So we can use this to recognize physical and biological activities to improve, example, yung health ng isang individual. Siguro yung mga photos then we can apply computer vision we can feed back yeah. information to users about their example, calorie intake, and help them adapt her- healthier eating patterns. Based kunyari, di ba? Mahilig kang magtake ng food na kinakain mo, yeah. Foodstagram, ganyan. So,
0: Foodstagram.
1: upload mo. If we have enough amount of data, huge amount of data, yan. we can process this information through computer vision yan, and send info to the users about their eating patterns calorie intake yan and help them adapt healthier lifestyle eating patterns so yun lang yung mga nakita naming potential applications na pwede nating magawa using yung mga data na makokolekt natin through kuha
0: okay and those are just a few no yeah. sempre yeah. with the with the amount of data that it, it gets sempre maraming possible applications and maybe some that we haven't even thought of yet pero naisip ko tuloy and this is, I think, a normal concern naman with anyone who is using an app and sharing their data. How can we be sure na secure yung data dito sa QA app?
1: Yes, actually, we underwent consultation with the National Privacy Commission. We also conducted yung privacy impact assessment to make sure that it complies with the terms provided in the Republic Act 10173, or itong tinatawag nating Data Privacy Act of 2012, ito yung talagang matunog na matunog. Parang data privacy, security, okay ba, secure ba yung ating uh, data, yung, yung personal info ko. So we implement reasonable and appropriate physical, technical, and even organizational measures to prevent yung loss, destruction, misuse, or alteration of any information. We also consulted yung DICT na security group, yung CERT-PH. We underwent also yung pag-review ng source code, pag-review ng security ng servers, to make sure na users will experience secure transactions using the application. May mga formalities naman tayong ba, just to make sure na Magiging safe yung paggamit ng mga users natin ng ng application. And also, inside the app, yung sa paggamit mismo ng application, hindi naman natin nire-require yung pag ng personal information. They can use any name they want, parang pseudoname. We just need talaga yung contribution nila, which is yung photo and sensor data. Yeah, yun yung mga measurements na ay measures na ginawa natin
0: to make sure na secure yung app. okay. kasi o kasi yun nga. Eh. minsan. I mean sa panahong yun. tamo nga di ba? I, I mean, I'm sure some of some of the listeners here nakakatanggap ng mga text araw-araw. True. Na, that's the plan. di ba? yung mga yung Kahit yung
1: ako, mo. ako ah, kaod n. o o. sandali kung ano parang job ano ano talaga? Yeah, oh, sure? natanggap
0: ka sa trabahong hindi mo ah. <laughs> parang ha <laughs> ano to? So definitely, data security, privacy is a big issue now. And I'm, and you know, it's it's comforting to know that this app that transmits a lot of data, collects data, has safeguards to ensure that the user's data is safe are, are safe. So it's good to know that. Do you, you mentioned that it's still in the testing stages? This app. Kailan yung talagang formal or official launch niya? When can we start using this talaga?
1: Well, actually, the application is available via Google Play. Uh-huh. Although we are currently optimizing pa yung performance ng app, but pwede na siyang gamitin actually. It's available, downloadable from the Google Play Store. For Android pa lang siya, yung nagawa na, namin, Android, at least eight, version 8 pataas. Version 8, okay. Uh, Oreo and above. Kasi ito yung ano eh, sila yung mas at least bago na yung, ano, yung model. And bago na yung model ng phones, marami ng sensor na available yon Pero we are tweaking yung performance pa with the development team. And potentially, we will launch yung ano, yung version 2 anytime this year, towards the end of the year. But users or the general public can actually browse na yung application. They can download it, try it out, capture a photo, share it to the community. Yun, we can start populating yung data na at this point. Kaya pinopromote na rin talaga namin yung app. Ah,
0: exciting. Ako susubukan koyan this weekend. Pag uh, ita-download koyan yan at uh, try ko mag-ikot-ikot. Itignan natin kung anong data ang makukuha ko. Okay. After hearing about the Kuha app, I'm sure a lot of our listeners have some questions then. Or maybe gumagamit na sila ng Kuha app and then they want to share some feedback or they want to just talk about their experiences. If they wanted to reach out to you for those purposes, what would be the best ways to contact you?
1: Yeah, we have Facebook page. Mm-hmm. facebook.com slash kuha app or just search kuha app and then we also have tiktok kaka-launch lang din yung tiktok namin since yun know, yung ano nga generation ngayon may link na rin tiktok generation oh tiktok generation kahit ako nag-install din ako ng tiktok eh, <laughs> kasi we are also promoting parang we are also reaching out to all users eh, no? from all walks of life yan so you can reach us via tiktok kuha.ph and you can also send us an email if you have inquiries or feedback. You can email us at kuha at ph.
0: Okay. And then, you know, before we conclude, syempre kailangan magbigay ka ng iyong words of wisdom, like with every guest sa podcast na to, sa mga aspiring citizen scientists out there, or, you know, people who, maybe kahit yung mga tao who want to pursue a professional career in the sciences someday, Especially with that sense of patriotism, I think people who want to practice here in the Philippines, anong advice mo para sa kanila?
1: Yeah, so my advice for aspiring scientists. If science is something you want to do or pursue, I think you should go for it. Be curious, ask questions, try out, explore, experiment, even challenge the status quo. Opportunities and learning about science are really accessible at this moment, no? at this season and period of time. Because walking around, observing nature, you can also get formal education. There are a lot of free online courses. You can do experimental, via experimental experiences. There are also free platforms to use. There are a lot of labors that you can try out, explore to pursue science. There's also a lot of DOST programs that support young and aspiring scientists. And yun, you don't have to overly specialize. intimidating. I want to become a scientist. I want to be highly specialized on this field. You don't have to overly specialize. Just get started, discover your passion, and know your direction in the process. Yeah, That's my message for our aspiring scientists.
0: It's a very beautiful message. I am totally on board with that. Lalo-lalo na kasi, let's face it, not just the sciences, no? Any professional track that requires specialization, maraming factors kung bakit kahit gusto natin, hindi natin natutuloy. Nandyan yung financial. And of course, you know, if you want to pursue a career in the sciences, may mga programa ang DUST mm-hmm. that can help you along the way. But again, not everyone naman gets that opportunity. And for some, it can be limiting. We've actually had some people write to us dito sa Ask Theories, sa Flip Science, na they're thankful for all the podcast because not only do they get to live vicariously through these scientists, the, the science communicators, the scientists who tell their stories here on the podcast, but also na-inspire sila na maisip na ang siyensya ay abot kamay ng kahit sino. Hindi kailangan maging Sabi nga ano ng isa, hindi mo kay dahil sa as theory nalaman ko na hindi pala daw pang siy- panghenyo lang ang science. So, thank you for saying na kung gusto nila ng science, ituloy lang, maging curious sila, magtanong lang because that really is it eh. For whatever reason, even if you can't get into or or are not able to pursue, you know, science education for whatever reason Huwag nyo maliitin yung sarili nyo na, ah, hindi, hindi ko kaya mag-science kasi ganito, kasi ganyan. Hindi ko kaya maging scientist. Ituloy nyo lang yan. Kung talagang mahal nyo yung science, kung talagang gusto nyo maging contributor sa siyensya dito sa Pilipinas, ituloy nyo lang. There are many ways. Isa, isa lang itong kuha ap sa napakaraming paraan para makakontribute kay sa pag-develop ng science dito yes. sa Pilipinas.
1: Yeah, support natin yung mga citizen science projects na lalo na gine-develop dito sa Philippines. In our own simple way nga, tama yung sinabi mo yun eh, parang we want to become a scientist not just because, parang we want to be branded a scientist, pero really we want to make, yun nga, something significant and we want to have an impact. cliché siya, pero you know, we want to have, you know, something na, ano eh, value to the society. yun nga, maraming nangyayari sa paligid natin ngayon. And in our own simple way, using the available tools that we have, even your smartphone, no, it's a very, very powerful tool that can you know, contribute data to the scientific community. So, whatever resources you have, just start and go for it. Beautiful.
0: And yeah, make sure to try the KUKA app. Make sure to download and try. If you have a phone that's compatible for it. Para next time naman, pag may nagtanong sayo, ano ba ang ambag mo sa bayan? Pwede mo sabihin, citizen scientist ako. <laughs> Cool, <laughs> <laughs> oh, A stig citizen scientist ako. Ayan. Rox, thank you so much for, again, for making time and for being, for joining us here on the podcast. Ako, anami ko na satunan from, just from listening to you, na-inspire akong mag-download ng Koa at kumukuha dyan sa salabas. <laughs> so thank you. And I hope na we can invite you here on the show again someday, maybe to talk about some updates about the Koa app or whatever new projects that the agency has for Filipinos in promoting science. So again,
1: thank you. Thank you, Mike, and thank you for this opportunity. I hope marami ring natutunan yung ating mga listeners. Ayun. So take care, stay safe,
0: and keep in touch. Yes, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ask Theory. Follow Flip Science on Facebook, at Flip PH on Twitter, and at Flip Facts on Instagram. And check out our official Shopee store if you want to get copies of our books, Istoryang Siyentipiko" and Science Scramble. Stay curious!